mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. As the creators of Clean Beauty, Bare Minerals is driven by a philosophy that makeup and skincare should make your skin better, not just better looking. That's why their best-selling original foundation is made with only five ingredients, all minerals. For Bare Minerals to be clean without compromise means good for skin formulas with proven performance. Upgrade to Clean Beauty products. Use the foundation finder at bareminerals.com to find your perfect match. First-time customers will get 15% off when you use promo code CHALLENGED. Bare Minerals, the power of good. Kendra Scott has the jewelry you've been searching for, with high style, quality gifts at an affordable price. They even have a great selection of gifts under $100, plus free shipping, free returns, and free gift wrapping. Use code directionally for 20% off your purchase of any full price fashion jewelry at kendrascott.com or mention the code directionally in any Kendra Scott store. That's code directionally at kendrascott.com for 20% off your purchase. Valid until 710. This, oh, sorry, we're starting our, this A block or B? God damn it, Kayla, sorry. we've done this an entire season and you, you don't even know how we start the episode. <laughs> this is I, the season finale of Directionally Challenged. Have you learned anything <laughs> we're off to such a good start um <laughs> hey guys it's candace and kayla and we are directionally challenged yeah you think <laughs> we thought we'd have our lives together by the time we were in our 30s but guess what or at least by the end of this season <laughs> but i guess we don't <laughs> we don't uh today we're gonna stop and ask for directions from ourselves which i is that a good idea i think that's a great <laughs> idea oh my gosh this has been such a terrifying and fun and stressful and exhilarating and emotional and happy experience it really has starting from the very beginning when candace and i formulated this idea i think we knew it we knew we could do it but we weren't sure what it was going to be like and so now i just want to reminisce back on some of the best moments and maybe some of the not as favorite moments um what was your what was the hardest thing for you doing this oh i think it was 
getting out of my own way. Mm-hmm. Um, I hadn't been a part of seeing the formulation, the creation and the execution of a creative project in a very long time. So I think uh, there was a lot of pressure put on. I think we each put pressure on ourselves mm-hmm. to make this the best that it could be. Um, and honestly, it was, I felt like it'd be like 10 steps forward and then 12 steps back. It's like, we'd have this like dream list of guests. We'd reach out to a bunch of people and then it would be crickets. And we were like, Oh shit. Like we want to do this so bad. And now we've had so many things go right, but then how do we kind of push it to move forward in the reality was it was really hard to kind of get guests at the beginning, especially in the beginning, because it hasn't aired yet. People, we have nothing to show them. And so they had to come on blind faith. And I think also it was a really good way to learn who supported us because we had people (laughs) in the very beginning come who instantly said, yes, Becca Tilly was our very first guest. And I will always be so grateful to her because she was the very first one to say, Hey, I got your back. We're friends. I'm here. I'm there for you. And Jenna Ushkowitz was one of the very first yep. ones who came and um, had our backs. And I just, it, it was really telling. And yeah, it was awesome to see so many women who had either who had done this before and totally got it or women who had created something themselves. And from day one, were like, you tell me when and I will be there. Yeah. And that's the thing about actually both of those who I just mentioned, both of them had ha- had had a podcast going or had had a podcast going. So they knew the process and they knew how much how vulnerable you feel asking someone to come show up for you. Um, and we don't pay our guests. They just come because they want to be here. It's taking the time and time. Time is money. And when you got kids, time is away from your kids. Yes. When you've got a career, it's time away from your career. Um, even Manoush Zamarodi getting on the phone with us from a library in New Jersey. Yes. I mean, we've still never met Manoush. Thank you so much, Manoush, for taking that time. Still, at the end of this season, we still get messages saying, oh my gosh, that episode really made me think about how addicted I am to my phone. And it was like, it's such a testament to like this girl power of like, she was starting this whole new venture. Um, um, with her podcast and the fact that she took the time to be to to understand what we were trying to do and say, you know what? Yeah, I will make time for you guys because that's what we all need to do for each other, especially as women right now. It was just so empowering, empowering. Yeah, it really was. And I, I know we're going to talk about our favorite episodes. Um, do you have an absolute favorite? Um, every time I think I have a new favorite, it gets better. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm like, oh, well, okay, well, let's start. When when we first started these episodes, um, Melissa, I'm sure you'll be nodding your head. <laughs> we were so insecure. Uh-huh. Every time we finished recording anything, we would say, was that okay? Did we sound okay? Like, do we need to cut it? Do we need to do it again? We had, we didn't have that much faith in ourselves. We really didn't. And even um, the other day we went back and listened to the very episode zero, the very first episode. And as we were listening to it, Candace, you said, wow, we were really hard on ourselves because it wasn't bad. I mean, were we at our best? No, of course. The first time you learn to play baseball, you're not the best baseball player. The only hard part was we kind of started in the quote unquote playoffs or the world series because we already had a following. People were already listening and tuning in from day one. So they saw us and went through the process of us growing and learning. And it was wonderful. But I I think had we been able to fly under the radar a little bit in the beginning, we would have felt not as much pressure. Yeah. I think that that was the hard part that has been the hard part for me to appreciate the early on episodes because I think, oh, well, it could have been better. We didn't really know how to guide the questions or guide the guests Mm -hmm. or I interrupted too much or, uh, you know, I didn't interrupt enough. And uh, in all those things that you kind of get caught up in, which I realized too, is that just as a society, we just like, what happened to the growth period? It's like, you know, it's even, you know, even as like a TV viewer, sometimes like a show comes out and you're like, this is awesome. And then four episodes later, you're like, it's canceled. And you're like, but I was just starting to get into it. Like it does take time. You know, I always say for a book that I'm reading, I give it a hundred pages. That's really smart. I give it a hundred pages because sometimes you just need to ease into it and get connected to the characters. I think the hard part about that is in this day and age, everything is so instant. 
consistent and people are so quick to judge and formulate an opinion and then onto the next, onto the next. Even the dating apps are a great example of like, you know, it, it's always, is there something else better out there? So you, we as a society aren't really training ourselves to nurture something and grow with it. And for those of you who have listened from the beginning, we are so grateful and Thank you guys you have been so, so awesome to go on this journey with us. And the um, listeners are growing and that's so exciting too, because I feel like every uh, time we ask for new questions and talk to our uh, listeners, it's just more relationships and it's a really great community. What I've noticed about the socials is when someone asks a question and maybe you and I are too busy to answer right away, someone else from the community will hop in and answer the question for them and they all help each other out. And that's what we wanted from the very beginning of this. We wanted to create a community of people who will help each other through life because we can't do it on our own. And it's okay to admit that we are challenged in a lot of different areas and some people are good at some things and others are good at others. And if we can help each other and grow like that, um, it, the world will be better. And that's kind of what we're doing here. Well, speaking of our first episode and instant gratification, because yes. that was the theme, <laughs> You're right. we're like, we don't really know how to talk about it, but we know <laughs> this is what we want to talk about. Yeah. And I think we found it <laughs> somewhat by the end of the first episode, but I actually applied it a few weeks ago. Oh, wow. So we got a puppy. And uh, at the same time as getting a puppy and having three kids and both working, uh, my husband got strep throat. And when you have a puppy, it is kind of like a baby and they don't sleep and you have to watch them every second because you're constantly potty training. And I with a three year old and like with two teenagers and their busy schedule and a sick husband who like could not leave the bed. Like I about lost my mind. I did lose my mind. Actually, it broke me. I was the worst version of myself. And I just thought back to all the things I had to do. And I thought about episode one and I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to use my Instacart app and I'm going to get groceries delivered because that is going to make my life easier right now. And why am I fighting it? And this goes right back to episode one when I'm like, nope, I have to go to the grocery store and I have to pick everything out. And instead I was like, yeah, and I still, I still cooked, which is something I love. I made chicken noodle soup and I used the app. I used another app to get dog things delivered because I couldn't really leave the house. And I finally took some of my own advice from that episode. I'm really proud of you for doing that. That's fantastic. I'm serious. The one thing I've been able to implement that um, was actually in Manoush's episode, um, our second episode, um, is not being on any form of electronic while in transit, because that was something that was so simple to implement into my life. And I've been able to sustain it. So ever since episode two, one of the things she recommended was to, when you're in a car traveling, when you're in an elevator traveling, anytime you are in transit, stop and try and be in the moment. And I've found that I really enjoy it because it's true. We, if, if we don't take those moments, then we are constantly in our electronic world and not necessarily in our world and being present. And it's just the simplest little thing. Yeah. And I think that's what I liked so much about our episode is being able to implement these tiny little things that in turn make a big difference. I need to re-listen to that episode because I feel like I've gotten worse with my phone. <laughs> but see, that's what's so great about this podcast. You can go back and I re-listen know. to things. Speaking of, Karina McKenzie, who we had as a guest um, with Aisha Tyler, their episode is episode five, I think, Finding Your Tribe. Also two women, speaking of Finding Your Tribe, who just totally showed up. We yeah. I was, we were hanging out with them at uh, Julie Plex's birthday party and after many, many cocktails. <laughs> and uh, and they were like, we're doing your podcast and they're like, I oh, don't really remember telling you that, yeah. but we showed up and we're here to do it. And, and then they, they loved it. Did. Yes. And then in turn, I ran into Karina last week and she said, oh, I, I have to tell you something because I wasn't able to listen to the complete episode that Aisha and I did. But the other day I was having a really tough day and I thought, you know what? I need some inspiration. So I'm just going to go back and start from the beginning and listen to the episode of Directionally Challenged that I did. And she took her own advice from the episode and implemented it into her life. And she, she just, I just think that's the coolest thing to be able to go back and listen and get some advice from something. And she gave herself advice and then utilized it. Yeah. It's nice to have kind of these, cause we've had some really special moments this season of, you know, Jenny Boyd, right before she goes off to film her first season of legacies. Yes. You know, she was episode five, I think. Oh. Um, and, uh, yeah. And so she has this kind of you know, this kind of dialogue that she's had with herself before experiencing legacies. Mm -hmm. And then I know that we saw her afterwards and, and kind of 
she's like, wow, I just had no idea. And it's like, when you're in it, it's, it's exactly what we were kind of prepping her for of like, you get there and you're excited for everything. And you realize like, okay, now that I'm here, I have new, new thing hurdles to jump over. And I have new things that are affecting my life differently. And I don't have all the time in the world. And I do have a schedule to maintain. And, you know, and I do have to now like dye my hair blonde and wear a wig because it's all, you know, it's like all these little things that, um, so I, I love that there's kind of this, and even for, you know, we had Claire Holt on towards the end of the season. I mean, the week before the week of her delivering her baby. It's so special. And I think that time right before you deliver is a really special time. So for her to come share that with us is, it was really cool. And, um, she had so many great words of expertise and advice. And I think that really helped me through my pregnancy too, because it's nice to have a pregnancy buddy. And sometimes you do feel alone in that. And I was so grateful that she was able to come share her wisdom and um, be with us. And even going back to early this season, we had Tanya Tate on. Okay. And we have to, we've like touched on it. Kayla and I were determined to have an episode about sex like we were like we're gonna talk about sex because we're married women we're gonna talk about like blowjobs and all these crazy things because we're like cool and we're honest side note when we were recording episode zero so many of the outtakes how many times do you say sex i mean it could have been a drinking game like it's like for some reason i was so nervous and the only word that kept coming out of my mouth was like and we're talking about sex true story it's really funny to go back and listen to so we initially had Tanya Tate on because she had um, she'd given she'd written or given an interview to Cosmopolitan magazine giving like sex tips, yeah. you know, from the perspective of an adult entertainer. And we thought that would be so like, fun. So kind fun. of racy, but not too racy. Something we would be so uncomfortable with, yeah. but we'd like, you know, giggle through it. Uh-huh. And then she had written this email to Melissa about her fertility journey. And we were just like, no, we have to talk about that. Like what a surprising turn of events. And I mean, her willingness to be so open, especially about all those different medical procedures. Like that was, that was the first moment um, making this season that I realized, oh, you have to allow the unexpected to surprise you. Yeah. Agreed. Like obviously we learned that we needed to kind of arc out our episodes and make sure we write down the questions we wanted to ask our guests. Um, but that was the first time I was like, Oh, we, it's also, you just want to let people talk and share their story because what an incredible story that we wouldn't have even been known about had she not been like, guys, there's a bigger story here. And I think that's one thing we've learned throughout this process is to uh, not to decide what the episode will be about, but to start talking and let the conversation go where it needs to go and then figure out like, oh, okay, that's what that ended up like. A good example of this is Michael Valamis's episode Mm -hmm. where we really were just going to talk to him about like, what advice do you, would you give your 12 year old self kind of idea? And um, he ended up sharing so much more with us. And had we tried to stick to what we had in mind, all of this, this beautiful story he had about having low testosterone for all through his teen years would not have come out. And And he, he had never shared that story with anyone before and how it affected his relationships. And then, and hopefully someone hears that and can pass that information on. Cause I I didn't know about any of that stuff. I didn't even know that that was like a thing that happened to young men. Yeah. So yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and then also in like, and by the time we did have an episode where we did talk about sex with Alicia Sinclair, you know, here it could have easily been something surprising about like, you know, the fact that she has, you know, owns a company that makes sex toys um, and creates them. But it it could have been just like an episode about kink. And instead Uh it's just like empowering, like women need to be pleasure positive to themselves. And like, why are we so against that? And I kind of love that towards the end of the season, it became like, a little bit of a theme like when we all you know us three women went to go take Rachel Pringles my favorite episode by far wild woman experience for sure oh I you know what I loved about that which I think we can try and implement more into season two is the um idea that we went to go do something and it was a physical activity that we really all experienced together and learned from and then we could come back and um discuss it and talk about it I felt like I grew so much from that um from that episode I feel like it reminded me what I had in 
what I currently have inside of me, not even had, I use that as such a past tense thing. And, and, you know, I know that you're still in your pregnancy and I feel it'll, I'll be interested to see towards the end of season two, how you're feeling, Mm. but the identity shift after becoming a mom and how easily you can be like, well, I'm a mom now or, or you go through your body goes through so much. And that's something that I'm actually trying to still figure out and navigate. And, you know, hopefully we have a few more episodes in season two dedicated to it, but getting in touch with my body Mm. in a, in, in the way that it is now. And it's not a had past tense or will have in the future. It's not, well, I had this body and my, and I had these breasts and I had this and I have this sexual confidence and maybe again, I'll have it in the future. It's how do I embrace it right now today, right this second. And I feel like Rachel's, um, Rachel Pringle's wild woman experience really helped me helped remind myself that, Oh yeah, it's within me. Mm. It's there all the time. I just have to call to it and I have to make time for it and I have to um, nurture it. That's so powerful. I was, I mean, you're right. Yeah. That was probably one of my favorite episodes as well. Yeah. I, yeah. And Ilse Ilse Juber as well. Our friend Ilse who came on to talk about, um, you know, her experience of, of, um, you know, just that, of just finding her path mm-hmm. and creating her own path. And gosh, I mean, I, I always knew just sitting down and hanging out with her that like she was just a, a well of wisdom, but having it on recording and, and then listening back to it again, I was just like, God, you know, it's one of those moments where you want to step back and be like, what an, an incredible woman you are and how lucky we are to know her and be friends with her. Absolutely. And to be able to share her wisdom with our listeners. I think my uh, all time favorite, if I had to single out an episode um, as far as being the most, the one that affected me the most was uh, fear is not an option with Monica Berg because we decided to be bold and share our innermost fears on the podcast. And um, even listening back to it, when I admit that I really have this thing where I'm, I've, I really need people's approval. And it was really hard for me to um, say it aloud. And there are, there are certain things. I, I just feel like after that episode, I felt free and I felt like I knew myself better. And that's what this is about is trying to understand ourselves more in, uh, in a deeper way. And um, there's something freeing about admitting your fears and making friends with them mm-hmm. and saying that doesn't define me. It's just, I say it out loud. I'm acknowledging it. And how, and exactly what you just said, how freeing is that? Yeah. Because I think I always felt, especially at the beginning of making this podcast that, well, whatever I say, I am like, if I say Mm. that I'm, I'm fearful of not being good enough, then I guess that's what I am. As opposed to, I think that with her episode, when we actually did acknowledge our fears, it was so liberating and like, oh, see, this is just... This is kind of a universal feeling that a lot of people feel and like, how do you work through them and make friends with that and move forward? Well, and it's interesting once you do make friends with your fears, it is so much easier to move on because it's almost liberating and you you are able to expel them and then you can move on to the next, uh, the next fear. (laughs) And talk about being vulnerable and talking about fears and, and using your words to kind of let go of it. Brittany Louise Taylor Mm. taking the time. I mean, and even, you know, talking about obviously her con of a relationship Mm -hmm. and, and, and the abuse, which was very brave of her, which, you know, allowed me to kind of open up about some of my experiences. I was really impressed with both of you in Mm -hmm. that. Thank you. I mean, I'm so impressed with her ability to, I mean, we talked at length. That was a very long episode. We had to cut a ton out of it. And yeah, which is, which is all in her book. You can hear her. So she just was so willing to be vulnerable and share her story. And even when we still had a few more questions we couldn't get to, uh, she was, she was right there and like sent us recordings, which you can hear at the end of the episode. I loved that. Yeah, I agree. I I think this entire journey has been, um, I've really enjoyed growing and not only growing with myself, but also growing with you, Candice, because we have gone through this crazy thing together. And I think nothing tests a friendship, like, like starting to do a business. And I, I know we shared for those of you who listened to, um, when we went on Jenna Ushkowitz, uh, and Kevin McHale's podcast, we talk about this a little bit about how learning to have a friendship and then learning to also have a business relationship as well. 
and like finding that balance. And we finally figured out like what Candace does really well and what I do really well. And also like the fact that Candace likes things handled right away and I need time to think about them a little bit and then figure it out. And we, we know so much about each other more so than we did in the beginning. And uh, I'm really proud of how we've handled the entire journey. Which is so funny because you do like to take your time before making decisions, yeah. but I'm a procrastinator. You know what I mean? Like I you like to true. get like, like tasks done very quickly, but when it's like decisions made, I want to like make the decision, move on, onto the next thing. Yeah. You like to take your time. And yeah. then when it's just like simple tasks, you just need to check off. I'm like, I you wait take your time and I, I do it right away. You're right. Yes. And I put it off and yeah, it oh, is wow. really funny. Uh -huh. We get a lot of questions about whether or not we fight. Um, I don't think we really fight. We just disagree sometimes. But as far as like, sorry, that would be really funny if we were actually like full on fighting. No, we just disagree about things. And there'll be times when I'm like, I need a, I need a day to figure this out. And Candace really wants to talk about it like immediately. I'm the worst. No, I'm like an emotional puppy. <laughs> I am. I'm like, tell me that everything's okay. I've literally been over at Kayla's just bawling my eyes up being like, I just figured we weren't friends anymore. And she's like, what are you talking about? She's like, I'm the pregnant hormone. One. Like, why are you acting like a baby? Oh, yeah, it's funny, but it's also, it's, you know, that's how you know you're really good friends when you can really just be the real version of yourself with that person. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, in, and it's, it, it like benefits the business side so much. And then it also like, I think challenges, not challenges your friendship, but it, it well, no, makes you, it have, yeah, it makes you have to look at like, okay, this is a new way. Yeah. to relate to someone and get to know like how we each do things separately and then how we do things together. Yeah. And we've learned that yeah. over the course of this. So I'm, I'm proud of us and how we've handled the whole thing. I am it's, it's too. Great. And, um, by the way, is Candace not killing it on the socials? She does the social media and oh, I'm yes. so, I really am so proud of you. Thanks. Thanks guys <laughs> for being so involved as well. Yeah. You guys make it so much fun. You guys have so many great comments. You always send the nicest messages. And honestly, I, I want to post them all, but I kind of feel like they're so personal and intimate. Um, and so I haven't, um, but I might start writing back and asking if I can, because it's, it's, that's probably been my favorite part of working the socials are all the messages that you guys send saying when a, an episode has been so impactful in your own life. We got a lot of message at, messages after Brittany Louise Taylor's episode. Um, we got a lot of messages um, after Monica Berg's episodes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of the kind of obviously more emotional episodes we've done. Um, you know, obviously Heather McMahon was so open Ugh. about her grief. Yeah. And so I, we're just so happy that you guys, that this is resonating with you and that it's and that not, you feel like you want to share with us yes. because we're, we feel so grateful to know your story as well. And, um, maybe when you do share, let us know if it's okay to, um, talk about it because it's one of those things where we want to feel like it's a community. It's not just Candace and I talking about our experience, but you guys have had these experiences as well. Um, and we can all go through together. Another episode that got a lot of really beautiful messages were um, with Brie Emery when she talked yes. about anxiety. Because everyone struggles with anxiety in some form at some point in their life. And so I think so many people ben benefited from that episode. And she was so open and uh, one of the first ones to show up for us too. Yeah. So we're really grateful. Yeah. It's, I mean, this experience has definitely made, I think both of us realize like, shit, we know some badass women. Yeah. Well, okay. And we have to talk about Michael Trevino. I know. And you guys have asked from day one, like we want vampire diaries people <laughs> yeah. and we hear you. We know we just were so excited to kind of explore all these other topics. And so it's not being ignored. No, not at all. We hear you. I mean, we had Claire and Michael on in season one, which is great. And we want to trickle in a few more of your favorites. Coming and we're really excited two. about that. Yeah. But yeah, Trevino came and I mean, it could not have timed out better with like the fact everyone was doing a 10 year challenge. And we I know. Like, wow. We've known each other 10 years yeah that's a real that's a friendship that's been there for a long time and you guys and your little secret handshake was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun um so yeah you guys we want to hear from you what other episodes do you want for season two what guests do you want what do you struggle with in life that will um that you want to hear about that we can help with that i'm sure we also relate to um please feel free to reach out in 
in all forms of social media. We also have the uh, podcast email if you want to email us ideas as well. Directionally, directionally challenged pod at gmail.com. Yeah, and Kayla's we, in charge of that. So we it's, do read it. We, we really do. Like I run the social media. Candace here runs Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Kayla and, reads all the emails that yeah. go to directionally challenged e- Gmail. So reach out and um, let us know what you're going through and who you want to hear from and how we can help. And let's do this thing together. It's going to be a great season. Don't worry. The hiatus is not going to be long. We have so many great guests planned for season two, but we want to hear from you. We want your guest ideas. Um, you can leave them at our on our socials, on our Instagram, on our Twitter. Obviously, you know, you can email Kayla. You can also use the hashtag HeyCandiceKayla because hey we Kayla. absolutely check that as well. So there's lots of ways to do it. Make sure you reach out and um, lots more coming up after the break. Stay tuned. Support for today's show comes from HelloFresh. HelloFresh makes conquering the kitchen a reality with deliciously simple recipes and fresh pre-measured ingredients delivered to your door. All meals come together in 30 minutes max, call for less than two pots and pans, and require minimal cleanup. Plus, with three plans to choose from, including classic, veggie, and family, there's something for everyone. So get out of that recipe rut and start cooking outside of your comfort zone. My husband, Tanner, loves meatloaf, and they sent us a meatloaf recipe, and he could not have been more excited. It was so easy to make, and honestly, just made dinner so much fun. For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash Challenged80 and enter the code Challenged80. That's HelloFresh.com slash challenged 80 and enter code challenged 80 for $20 off your first four boxes own iconic luxury items at unreal values with the real real the leading reseller of authenticated luxury from top designers shop from designers like louis vuitton gucci rolex cartier and hundreds more at up to 90 percent off retail New arrivals come in daily, and every single item is authenticated by The Real Real's team of experts. In fact, The Real Real employs over a hundred brand authenticators, gemologists, horologists, and art curators from around the globe who inspect thousands of items each day to ensure that every item is 100% authentic. Shop and consign women's and men's luxury fashion, as well as fine jewelry, watches, art, and home. Shop online, visit one of their stores in Soho or West Hollywood, or visit one of their luxury consignment offices in Chicago, Dallas, Miami, San Francisco, and Washington, D.C. New customers receive an automatic $25 off at checkout. It's the best way to shop luxury brands at affordable prices. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good. Because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now, I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae, and they are both so (laughs) delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix. My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGED right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly. I love The Real Real. I love how organized their website is. It's a wonderful place to shop for presents as well. When you want to be able to afford a nice gift for a friend or a family member or a loved one, The Real Real has it all. So shop in-store, online, or download the app and get 20% off select items with the promo code REAL. That's therealreal.com, promo code REAL, for 20% off select items. Gary John Bishop's highly anticipated follow-up to the New York Times and international bestseller Unfuck Yourself is here. His new book, Stop Doing That Shit, End Self-Sabotage, and Demand Your Life Back is available now. You might have fucked up in the past, so what? Stop Doing That Shit reveals how you can break free of those deep-seated patterns to live the life you always knew you wanted but never could quite seem to have. Stop Doing That Shit is a no-holds-barred guide to breaking through your self-defeating cycles and finally getting what you want out of life. No more excuses. It's time to demand your life back, and Gary John Bishop is here to show you how. Stop Doing That Shit is on sale now in hardcover, ebook, and audio read by Gary John Bishop himself. Grab a copy today and visit GaryJohnBishop.com to learn more. And we're back. Okay, we have some really great questions from you guys. Um, thank you for reaching out. We, we absolutely love hearing from you. We thought this would be really fun to kind of wrap up the end of season one. Uh, you guys did such a great job for a Q&A episode last time. So we thought, why not do it again? Yeah, we'll add a few in there. This one is from Leanna Anderson underscore on Instagram. And she DM'd the Candace Kayla Instagram and said, hey, my question is, how do you think you're life would have looked if you didn't do the vampire diaries and then she put love you too which we love you too i love you so what what do you think your life would have looked like without the show oh my god i don't know it 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 would be completely different i mean that's the crazy thing is there's like those little moments i feel like there's a book that i've read that's talked about this but those little tipping point moments and it's not the book tipping point (laughs) but there are those tipping point moments in your life that drastically changes it. And it doesn't happen very often, but it does happen. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of look back in your life and kind of specify little things that it's like, because the current drifted that way, your life was forever changed. I know. I wonder sometimes, would you have met Joe? 
I know. I mean, I, I the whole reason why I met Joe was because I was working on the show, yeah. and Nina Dobrev was like, "Hey, girl, come with me to the Super Bowl." And normal friend request. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and she was on one team playing a flag football game, and I was on the other team, and I didn't know anyone, and mm-hmm. I met my husband. That's so cool. You know, it's like I don't know. I, I also like I, everything would be different. Yeah, I I actually think about this a lot because um, I was in that deep depression when auditioning for the show. And then this getting that role is what took me out of it. So not only did it change my professional life, but it really changed my emotional and mental state. And um, it, I just think it made such a huge difference in who I have become as an individual. I feel like I did so much self-work even after being killed off the show because that was a difficult time in life as well. I really buried myself into working on who I am as an individual. And so, so many steps throughout this process have just encouraged me to continue to be a better person. And I can't thank the show and the experience enough for that. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was life-changing yeah. yeah. End of story. Life End changing. of story. <laughs> Life changing. What about okay. your next question? Jingless97, G-I-N-G-L-I-S-9-7. Uh, thank you for your message. You said, hey, this is kind of leading into it. Hey, how do you stay positive when a job doesn't pan out or something doesn't work the way you want it to? She, she just her job is not going well. Mm, That's a really good question. And it's something we as actors go through all the time. And thankfully uh, we are both in the same profession so we can help each other through it because it is really difficult to be really close on a job and not get it. And I just went through that a few weeks ago and Candace, you really helped me. And I was able to talk to you about it. And it was a huge life-changing job experience that um, just didn't end up happening. And I thought might actually happen, but it's one of those things where I think at the end of the day, and I truly believe that everything is meant to be. And once you can have, you have no control at that point, whether the job's going to go your way or not. So if you end up with the job, then you're supposed to do it. And if you don't, then there's something else in store for you. And it's hard when times are tough to truly believe that. But I think that's what will help you get through it. And I have, see, that's where I have the hard time. I have the hard time holding on to a really good, like, it, it, that's what's meant to be, mm-hmm. or, you know, no will eventually lead to yes, even though I held on to that for a long time, or your dad, I gave know, you the best say, advice, you know, no doesn't mean never, it just means not yet. And I really do. And that's been much harder for me to hold on to at this point in life. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's the pressures of being an adult and with kids and, and identity and being like, okay, well, I need it to mean yes right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's not how it always works. And I think what's helped me is, or what's been like my biggest goal to try to separate myself from is kind of what goes back. Monica kind of did a little Monica or mind explosion for me, Monica Berg, when she said it's because you're putting your self-worth in what you do and not who you are. And so because things weren't going well with, um, in my opinion, which is also extreme in my job, because it wasn't going exactly how I wanted it to go. I felt like, well, then who am I? What am I worth? I guess I'm not that important. And, and that's so crazy. It's like, that's not how life works. That's not how relationships work. It's not how being a parent works. You kind of just like, that's not how anything works really. Mm -hmm. And you have to make room for the surprises. And that's another thing we took from Ilse. You have to make room for the surprises. You're right. And also be willing to not control your path Yes, and know that there will be new directions and new routes to take. And how exciting is that? Because life would be boring if we knew the end result. Yes. So when things weren't going well or things haven't been going well, I think, okay, well, what, look at my life right now. And what are the things I do appreciate? Or what are the things I appreciate about myself Mm -hmm. and being okay with like complimenting myself and, you know, taking pride in things that I do like about myself and being okay. That defines me, you know, how I treat the barista at the coffee shop. I'll, I'm going to let that define me a little bit today because that's what I need and that's that's okay. And, um, and yeah, making room for the surprises and that if you're trying to shove a, a square peg in a round hole, like maybe you shouldn't be. That's great. Maybe you shouldn't be. Um, Oh, I have a cute one from Jillian Elizabeth. 
on Instagram and she put hashtag Hey Candace Kayla, would you guys ever consider doing a live show of some sort? And if ever in Seattle, wink, wink. <gasps> I would love to come to Seattle. I love Seattle so much. This is something we've been discussing and I think doing more live shows or doing a live show would be so much fun because talk about connecting with the listeners even more. And I know that's what we want. Yes, that scares the shit out of me. <laughs> So I'm glad that like you will be very confident and then I'll just be like chugging wine being like, hey guys, I'm here. <laughs> this is very scary. But what's so funny about you is you get, you're terrified about doing something, but then in the moment you completely excel. So it's really adorable that you're Thanks. like, oh, I'm going to be horrible. And then in the moment you're like funny and cute and who you are. And that's all people want to see anyways, oh, you geez. know? Well, thank you. Well, uh, yes, we want to do live shows. Seattle would be a dream. Yes. We could hop up there. Absolutely. So if anyone in Seattle wants to be on directionally challenged <laughs> email us slide into our dms Reach and out, let, us yeah, know. let us know <laughs> we'll do a little road trip up to seattle we can also not it doesn't have to be seattle it can be any city but we definitely want to come and maybe take this on the road a little bit okay this one is from jesse nia cabo i'm i'm just gonna spell j-e-s-s-e-n-i-a-c-a-b-a-l-l-e-r-o underscore Thank you, Jesse, um, for this really awesome question. You asked, how does a young adult survive entry to adulthood during freshman year of college? Making friends, finding love, landing a career, and avoiding the freshman 15 pounds. Laugh face and little hearts. I, I love this list of things that you're trying to accomplish and avoid all at the same time. Well, those are real life fears that happen all at once. And I think that's what's really hard is when, you're in, when you go to college, everything changes. And you're finally on your own, which is so much fun. But then you also have to figure out life. And those freshmen 15, I mean, I wouldn't stress about it. I think the second you start to really stress about what you eat, then you're it's you're going to miss the fun of college. And um, yeah, the real world's hard. And it's just living the life experience that teaches you the lessons you need to learn. And Part of me kind of wishes I was back in that stage with you because it really is so much fun. It really is. You can't avoid any of it. You are going to go to college and you're going to make friends and you're going to lose friends and you're going to find new friends. And you're going to be like, these are my friends for life. And then you're all going to have a dramatic fight about like something that goes wrong. And then you're going to be like, nobody likes me. I have no friends. And then you're going to freak out and you're going to call your parents. And you're going to be like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Can I have 20 bucks? And then, <laughs> and then you're going to meet this person. You're going to fall in love and then they're going to break your heart. And then you're going to fall in love again. And then you're going to break their heart. And then and you're going to be like, oh, no, now I have the freshman 15. And guess what? It's OK. Yeah. I think the important thing to remember is that you're not alone in going through that. Every single person you walk past is feeling the same thing. Everyone's insecure. Everyone's going through new changes. And it's it's a tough part of life, but it's also the most exhilarating, which Candace painted perfectly. <laughs> um, but it's so exhilarating. And just trust yourself. I would say ultimately just trust yourself and know that whatever lessons you're learning right then, you're meant to learn. And um, know that like life won't always be this way. No. And it and, um elements of it will kind of be that way. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not that people in their thirties have everything figured out compared to when you're, you're in your twenties. Clearly, It's just that you, you're a little bit wiser and you kind of give a little less of a shit. I feel like, and then in your forties, it's like, you're a little bit wiser and you gave even less of a shit of like getting all like freaked out about things. And it's just, and you slowly calm down over time. I think you spend your whole life wishing you knew then what you know now every step of the way. So just learn what you can. And honestly, I think the, the whole point of life is to have fun. So try and have the most fun you can, no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Feel it all. Oh, this one's really fun from worst in me e with three e's at the end <laughs> on Instagram. Um, what she asks is what's the best dish to cook for a family dinner? Candace, you have a big family. Oh yeah. So what is the best dish in we, your opinion? <laughs> we just had family in town and there's these like sweet potato chips that my mom always makes and you use a mandolin and you, you kind of use them for the sweet potatoes. So they, they're kind of diced really thin or sliced really thin. And then you use a French onion mix packet. Ooh. Like it's just the dry packet of spices and you sprinkle that all over them and with olive oil toss them and then you bake them for like half an hour at 375 or 400 and you uh, kind of spread them out and then you flip them halfway and they're so good and they're like a family favorite 
but we had family in town and my nephews were like, these are so good. No, you don't understand. Like telling my stepdaughters like, you have to eat some before you head out. And they're like, no, we have them all the time. We know they're our favorite. We have them all the time. My mouth is literally watering. I'm also <laughs> pregnant right now and it's like lunchtime, but I like, legitimately, when you were t- talking about the sweet potato, I'm like, oh, I could just picture it. <laughs> so those are really good. I love a chicken bake, yeah. but like the one that's already pre-marinated from like tra- Trader Joe's. And then also like anything you can just bake in the oven. You know what I love baking, which I actually made one time when you and um, Elise, one of your stepdaughters came over, was an individual chicken pot pies. And I have yes. this great, I- Ina Garten is my soulmate. I love her so much. She is um, th- one of the best chefs and her recipes are so easy to implement. And she has this great French chicken pot pie and, and they're in- each an individual little um what are those called? The little individual ramisks, um, oh, ramisks, something like that. Yeah, ramekins, ramekins, ramekins. Okay. Thank so they're you. each an individual ramekins. And I, there's something so fun about serving that. I mean, it doesn't change anything. It's still a ton of calories, but it's a good feel good. Um, yummy dinner that I think is very nostalgic. And I love that. Also, I will say some of the best advice I've been given is while you were pregnant, Candace, you said, Honey Nut Cheerios were your go-to snack because it's nostalgic and I eat Honey Nut Cheerios all the time. So to me right now, that's the best home cooked meal. It's a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios. (laughs) You are pregnant and craving. You're just like dinner, Honey Nut Cheerios. That's my ideal dinner. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. This question I love is from Emma LaBeouf. E-M-M-A-L-A-B-O-U-F-F from Instagram. She said, hey guys. Is having long hair worth it or should I just chop it all off? Candace, why don't you you answer this one? Because you just went through this. I did. I just chopped all my hair off and it feels so good. I will be absolutely honest. I was staring in the mirror. It was the quietest I've ever been getting my hair cut. I haven't had it this short since I think I was in the second grade. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to cry. I'm just going to breathe through this. My whole chest was red. I was like very emotional, just like very quiet, very silent. Um, But yeah, it was really liberating. It's weird. I think it's like some people are really comfortable with changing their hair all the time. And Mm -hmm. that's how I used to be when I was younger. I had red hair. I had my half my hair was black underneath and then blonde on top. I like would, you know, have a lot of fun with it. I never took it that seriously. And then when I got vampire... Part of being on a series is you're supposed to ask before you do anything drastic to your hair. I'm an insane rule follower. So (laughs) I did. It wasn't until the very last season when I like cut my hair and they're just to like right below my shoulders. And they were like, we like it. Keep it like that. But I never did anything crazy or drastic. So finally, I did it. It feels great. I think you should do whatever's going to be good for you. And no, it's just hair. It grows back. If you want to dye it pink, dye it pink. If you want to chop it off, chop it off. If you're worried that what your partner is going to think, then have that conversation and be like, this is what I feel like I just need to do for a little bit. And it's temporary. And we're all meant to grow and change. I mean, Kayla, you got bangs this year. I know. It was fun. It's one of those things where I think hair grows fast and it grows back anyways. And it's so have fun with it. Play with it. Because if you spend your whole life with the same haircut how much you've missed out on. And it's such a great way of self-expression too. And Candace, you had pink hair for a while and I loved that. I thought that was so fun and freeing to do, to do that. And I loved your pink hair. And so I think it's just one of those things where, um, it also is, tells you kind of where you are in your life. What, what kind of, what kind of do are you in? I'm totally in the mood now where I'm like, Oh, I should grow it out a little bit and do this. I always just want something a little different, but it somehow is kind of the same no matter what, you know, (laughs) I mean, it's, Yeah. I've got a good one from Faded Heavens. Ooh, that's a nice Instagram name. Um, It says, hey, Candice Kayla. Hi from Italy. Hello. I'm a 19-year-old girl who is currently studying English and French at university, but I still don't know what I want to do with my life. I don't see my future here in Italy, and I would love to enter into business or acting, and I have no idea how to start when I have to take big decisions. I become anxious. Any life advice? Um, How do you succeed? That's a really... That's a really tough one. One where I think that we're constantly all trying to figure out. And again, what we kind of touched on before is that it's okay to pivot in life. And mm-hmm. the second that you've found success, I mean, that 
I mean, talk about a perfect example in sitting down with Julie Pleck. She talked about how many times she had she decided to pivot in her career and look where it's led to her. So her story was so inspiring. God, it was yeah. so good. Yeah. Things that I feel like I've maybe heard, but it just never really maybe I didn't hear, mm -hmm. which I would think after all the wine and late nights we've talked and <laughs> that I would have known all of that, but I was still surprised to find out so much. The point is, is that, yeah, you're, you kind of just have to, you have goals, you go for them. And sometimes they work out exactly the way you think. And other times they don't, and you have to be ready for new doors to open. Yeah. And Faded Dreams, go back and listen to Julie's episode, because I do think she share she shares a lot of similarities in um, starting her own career and a lot of the same fears that you have. And if you need even more guidance, um, Ilse Juber's episode was fantastic in touching base on um, how to be able to be um, free enough as an individual to go whichever way life takes you. So I think these are all um, things you just learn with life experience too. And both of these women were so wise and shared that on the podcast. And so we totally relate. I, I, I totally understand not knowing exactly where your life's going to go. And I think if you can change your mentality and know that that's part of the fun of it, then it becomes a little bit more of a enjoyable experience because you don't have control. You're going to end up wherever you end up. And if you can do it in a fun way, I think that'll be much more enjoyable than trying to control it. I love that. Well said, Kayla. Um, here's another one from Avery underscore Nicole underscore H. How do you feel about younger people being on their cell phones all day? We're just as bad as them. Yeah, but it worries me as a society. Where are we going to go from here? All we're doing is on our phones all the time. It's, it's, we don't have relationships like we used to anymore. I mean, writing a handwritten letter doesn't really exist anymore. It's, it, where are we going to be five years from now, 10 years from now? I know. It's hard because as an adult, I feel like, our, my relationship with my phone is different because I didn't have it when I was younger. It was not a way to constantly commute with, communicate with someone. It was to get in touch with them or just send messages or utilize the fact that I could be on the internet whenever I wanted to or take pictures. But the way that I see um, like our teenagers use them, they really use them to constantly stay connected. They do homework with each other via cell yeah. phone. You know, they, they, they genuinely, it is part of their friendships and relationships. And, and it, it's not a bad thing because it's here and it's, this is kind of the world that we're in right now. So it's like, you don't want to shut that off too. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think, I think what we struggle with is intention of using the cell phone as an adult, because we haven't always had them around. And for them, they're just, it's always been there. Yeah. So it's just kind of for them, not using it is like a, a weirder than being on their phone, which we feel like, I think it it kind of sparks up like, oh my gosh, I remember this time when I wasn't on my phone all the time. Um, I think it's easier for teens when they do get their phones kind of like taken away or it's put aside. It's not as like emotional after a while. It wears off and they're like, oh, okay, this is nice. This well, yeah, cool. our world's definitely changed when teachers release homework via Twitter. Yeah. Because you do then need an electronic to know your homework assignments. They so, need it. Like, yeah. I'm not going to take their phones away yeah. from them. Obviously, unless they're in trouble, young ladies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> mean voice. No. Um, but yeah, they need it. You know, and I need it. I need to be able to text and be like, hey, I hear volleyball is going to be later than what you thought. Or, hey, I'll be there in two minutes. I just was out of gas. Like... You know, it, it is a really handy thing. And I think it's a lot of uh, the responsibility is also on us as adults to show them like, hey, we're not on our phones while we're watching TV right now. But instead we are. So we have to take personal responsibilities as the adults in the situation. That's the bigger thing. Like, I think bedtimes for phones should be applied to us as well. Yeah. And we still, my husband and I still have a hard time with that. Mm -hmm. You know, date nights, putting our phones away. I mean, just as a couple, that's a big thing. So I think it's really just practicing what you preach and setting the example. You cannot fault your child for being on their phone constantly. If you are also on your phone constantly that you're, you're, you're leading by example. So if you're on a vacation, put the phones away, turn an airplane mode, turn one phone on airplane mode to take all the pictures that day and then send it to them. Try to implement what I did too from Manusha's episode. And anytime you're in transit, don't be on your phone and yeah. just be in the moment. It's, I think it's little steps like that that make it more productive and make it feel doable because the idea of just completely being off your phone for a long period of time, 
in itself is is a lot. So just try and do baby steps if you can towards that. Hi, Candice and hi, Kayla. First of all, I love your podcast and this is a great idea. Let me introduce myself real quick. I'm Rike and I'm 17 years old and from Germany. So I've been very busy lately because I've got my A-levels coming up and I have a lot to study. And I'm already so stressed out with school and studying and a lot of personal stuff in my family that I don't want to share right now. But I feel like I have no time anymore to do anything fun and not even enough time to sleep, which is a big problem, obviously. So I wanted to ask for some directions or advice that you may have for me to get through the time without destroying myself, kind of. So um, I can't wait for your episode and I hope you can help me. Love you. Bye. Rika, thank you so much for that recording. Wow. It was so well said. And um, and I think so many people can relate to that, yeah. not just other 17-year-olds. But surprisingly, I think a lot of adults can relate to that as well. I know watching um, our teenagers, I'm constantly impressed by how much they take on. I think as a society globally, we really do put a lot of pressure on teenagers these days to have high scoring academics, to be super involved in their school or their community, to be playing sports, to excel at those sports, to be happy, uh, free going, you know, social teenagers, while also respecting their family with a smile and showing up for dinner and asking all the right polite questions. It's a lot of pressure and um, it's an enormous amount of workload. And even talking with our oldest the other day, I was like, girl, you barely even have time to sleep. So Mm -hmm. you are not alone in what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. You are not losing it. You're not crazy. The world is not after you. Um, You are 100% correct in saying, oh my gosh, this is a lot to handle. And I feel like I'm losing my mind and I'm losing myself. Um, so I know you're kind of asking us for some things that you can do to, um, to calm yourself or to make yourself feel better. Um, Kayla, what are little moments that you. Well, the one thing I really took from that Rika was that you said before I destroy myself completely, which if you are already at that point, I'm so happy you reached out because it's really key that you do find time to sleep. We, our body rejuvenates when we sleep. It is our time to replenish ourselves in every way. And I think sleep is so important. And I know that you feel like those are valuable hours that you could be up studying or be getting work done and doing all these things. But the truth is you will do a better job studying and getting all those tasks done. If you sleep, you will do a better job. Your brain will retain more information and all of that. So do yourself a favor, take care of yourself, make sure you sleep. And I also think make sure you have fun. Even if it's just for 30 minutes, throw everything away, go do something, go dance. Even if it's literally just take a dance break while you're studying, throw your favorite song on, get up and dance. I think those little moments will then help you reset and get back into studying mode and um, just make sure you take care of yourself, eat healthy, make sure you exercise and treat yourself as best you can because you are doing your best and um, know we got your back. I don't know what the family dynamic or your family dynamic is, but find someone who you can talk to. Like, honestly, if you're having a really tough day and you feel like you can open up to your parents and just say, I'm exhausted. I'm, I need to cry. I'm frustrated. This teacher's doing this, or I'm upset with this, or this is happening. It, it helps so much to talk about it. And then everyone around you kind of has a better understanding of what you're going through. Or a roommate, or a friend, anyone. Your parents about it, talk to a friend, talk to a friend's parents, talk to your aunt or uncle or grandparent or a guidance counselor or a teacher that you really respect and feel comfortable with at school. Um, You know, it's the biggest thing is to know that you're not alone and also that, you know, that you will be supported by those around you. No one is going to say, well, you're going to have to just figure out a way to deal with it all and suck it up. And if they do, then that's on them. Like, because the reality (laughs) is, is that it is going to be too much. And you, you do have too much on your plate. That is just kind of what happens when you're a teenager who's about to take a very important test that are going to position them into the next 
part of their life. So it's not that you're making up how stressful it is. It's true. All of this is valid. Just know like you are not crazy. This is all exact. It's all feeling exactly what it feels like because that's exactly what feeling overwhelmed feels like. But just don't be afraid to admit it and to talk to people about it because that is can also just release so much weight off of your shoulders. And even taking the time to kind of like talk it out, that's going to do a lot for your soul as well. Thank you so much for that message. We love when we get recorded messages yes. in and we get to hear your sweet voices and the fact you're all the way from Germany, which reminds us like, thank you guys all over the world. The fact that this is, we've got people listening all over the globe. Shout out to Brazil because Brazil fans have been contacting us a ton and we love you. Thank you so much. And shout out to Germany, shout out to France. There's so many people from all over and um, we're just so grateful that we've had that far of a reach and you guys, we've loved doing season one with you. This has been such a journey and we're so happy that you are along with us. And um, please make sure you reach out. Let us know what you want for season two. And yeah, we've got a short hiatus. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be super long. I mean, Kayla's still going to be pregnant by the time we get back. So, yes. you know, it's not going to be that long. Exactly. Uh, we already have some really great guest ideas. But yes, if you guys haven't already listened for, to all the episodes from the very beginning, go for it. Subscribe. Tell your friends about it. Um, please write comments for us to help us kind of give us an idea of what you guys want to hear about in season two or what you guys can think we can do better in season two. Um, we cannot wait to continue this journey with all of you. We've learned so much about you. We've learned so much about each other. We've learned so much about ourselves this first season. Um, but don't worry. We still got a lot to figure oh, out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Well, we, you never have it all figured out. So. Maybe we will by second season. Do yeah, you I think? think we will. I think Do you think right. we'll have it all figured Absolutely. out? Absolutely. I think by that point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no. I think we'll do it. We'll be like in our mid-30s by then. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's how it works, right? Mm -hmm. We Dave love you guys. Actually challenged. <laughs> Own iconic luxury items at unreal values with The Real Real, the leading reseller of authenticated luxury from top designers at up to 90% off retail. Every item is authenticated by The Real Real's team of experts, and new arrivals come in daily. New customers receive an automatic $25 off at checkout, so shop in-store, online, or download the app and get 20% off select items with the promo code REAL. TheRealReal.com. Promo code REAL. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.